What's up, homies, and welcome to No One's Homies, episode 24, finally coming to you live from our bedrooms. Mark, my man, how we doing? What's up? Just to be clear, we're in your own bedrooms. Yes, not in each other. Socially distanced and uh, yeah. quarantined at home, stay at home, all the good practices. Mark's actually um, across the room from me, so we're very <laughs> we're six feet away from each other, so it's okay, and, right? Uh, That's the rule, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be back in the uh, proverbial studio. Yes, I know. And... Um, it's been a while since we just did a podcast. We were just talking about how our last episode was not delayed for any real COVID reasons. Yeah, we just no, got we're sidetracked yeah. as, as usual. And yeah. then COVID now we had some more time to... We, we had to figure this out. So it did take a little extra time to do this version of the podcast. So just to be clear, <laughs> um, we are in separate rooms. We're doing like an online tool that allows us to record the podcast through you know like voice internet calling shout out zencaster yeah yeah free for now what's the um, the policy for now it's unlimited guests and unlimited recording time uh during covid season so i think that's pretty so yeah usually it's like a paid service that you use so that you could have all guests join you via Voice in, like the internet calling and things like that. Yeah. But they allowed um, us to use it for free. So if anyone's start thinking of starting a podcast, this is a good time to maybe give it a shot. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Just wanted to say. Or if you are doing a podcast and you haven't been able to do it because of being at home, then use it like us. Yes. Honestly, at least have fun with it. i just wanted to say that um we're trying a video portion of this recording so if this doesn't come out well uh we've at least learned from it so anyway (laughs) that's that's just putting it out there but man mark it's so good to give the people what want it you know um there's like uh how many people wanted this (laughs) there was like four people including our very own michael a who always uh writes into us uh, thank you very much for your continued support, Michael, and for giving us love even for our quarantine content series. <laughs> and um, also, just a disclaimer, if this like the output kind of sounds weird, we're still kind of working on the technical Yeah, for parts. real, for real. Because like, I, I can't tell if we're doing it properly or it's recording properly as we usually do. So hopefully, <laughs> but anyway. hopefully we didn't lose the file either. If yeah. you're hearing this, yes. we... we we got were able to get this file downloaded <laughs> properly. <laughs> okay, okay. That's enough of the technical stuff, guys. So just a little bit of housekeeping before we, you know, go back to our regular programming because we want to give some people some normalcy. You know, make you feel like, you know, this is this is this is okay. We're, what we're doing is all right. Uh, so right and, you now, know, feed feed you new content. Yeah, you got lots of time. Yeah, so yeah. maybe maybe now is your first chance to listen to us. <laughs> Brought about by a pandemic, but we mm-hmm. appreciate you being here nonetheless. Thank you very much. Um, so bit of housekeeping. Just wanted to say thank you, a very late thank you to everybody who supported us during the uh, or supported us. But even though it was just me out there uh, <laughs> in the uh, fund the forest gig and the circus gig in 2020. I don't remember when that was anymore, but a lot of people showed love and uh, big shouts. You guys are very nice and kind. 
Also wanted to thank everybody who's been supporting our quarantine content series. That's on IGTV, but we also post it on our Facebook if you can catch that. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, but it's not... Maybe, maybe if the, we get the video right, this will be on there. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Maybe. Mm. And then also wanted to tell you um we're going to be adding i'm uh, sorry mark i'm just saying this out right now i forgot to tell you that we were going to do this but um <laughs> we're going to be adding <laughs> links to other organizations that you can donate to um either for uh getting food to people who don't have the means or the uh you know don't aren't getting paid right now so they need means to get food so we're there's a donation there's a charity that uh, i work with that that does that and then um there's also the fund the forest ebook that's going to be launched soon and the proceeds of that go to the frontliners so yeah we'll probably talk about that later Let's fund the frontliners F- now it's fund the frontliners um <laughs> but they're part of the forest too bro <laughs> um uh yeah we'll probably talk more about that later i think our thinking block uh slash conversation segment is going to be like mostly about covid right because I um, guess so. We haven't actually talked talk about, about that. About, yeah. yeah, and no, I mean there is, but we haven't gotten it. It's the most <laughs> pressing issue, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I just wanted to remind also before we get a much needed vibe check, I wanted to uh, it let's let's rally a movement right now, homies who listen to this and who are hopefully watching this right now. Uh, let's try and get a thousand likes on our Facebook. How's that? How's that? We're at 724. <laughs> dude, dude, we're at oh 724. This is way more than I thought we'd ever get on Facebook. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I, to be fair, I'm not like a social media <laughs> savant. So I thought we were like at 400. Me too. Which was the last time I probably looked at. Me too. Who are you, 700 people? Yeah, but thank you. And you know what? Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's try it. If you really do like our music, I hope that you can, and our content, you can share it with other people so that we can get uh, more traffic and we build more feet for the media empire. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if that was in good taste. A thousand likes. Yeah. A thousand <laughs> likes or fans likes like let's aim low followers followers <laughs> but it says likes because we're a we're a fan page. Um. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, that being said, yo, let's get a much needed vibe check. Oh shit, where's the sound effect? Oh well. Did it play? I didn't hear it. Hold on here. <laughs> Five. Check. You heard it? Yeah, I heard it. All right. Yeah, Why don't can... you start us off, Clow? Okay. Oh, you play it again? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Damn it. Um, vibe check. Um, I think for for like COVID or for being quarantined, I'm doing all right. Mentally, I've been a little bit better at the start. I think I was a little bit more um, irritable. and uh, You got that cabin fever? I guess, I guess. But also, it was more like patience with my own family. I don't know. It was, But that's part of cabin fever, I think. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Same place with the same people. So that was, that was it. That, a little bit of that. Um, but I think we've overcome it. And uh, and I think also I've personally overcome it. <laughs> I don't know if we've completely <laughs> overcome it. But I don't know. What is it? We, we came to an agreement that we will continue <laughs> to live with each other. <laughs> what alternative to what alternative we got past it i was like i hope so because yeah. <laughs> otherwise no one of you's on the street right like okay um yeah so i've gotten better from that um also i wanted to thank everybody who reached out to me uh a dear aunt of mine passed away she lives in spain she took care of me when i was there and uh, she passed away because she did have covid um 
and she did have complications. And you know, uh, I just gotta say, I have, or I'm pretty much at this age accepted death as like a reality and, and like part of our mm-hmm. nature. But um, you know, it's coping with individual losses that that also takes some time. So don't don't feel don't feel like you have to be okay right away because like I don't feel that obligation and. I, I know that it's gonna take time to process because you know everybody had different relationships with my with, with my tita. So you know I just wanted to thank everyone that reached out. Um, I'm doing okay, and uh, I hope you guys are doing okay too. And you know, uh, cherish your loved ones and be responsible. Also, that's it goes to show be responsible with your habits. And if you're going out of mm-hmm. the house a lot these days, uh, want to try and keep everybody safe. Yeah, I mean that's a usual concern, but now it seems like a more urgent. Like, yeah, definitely. It feels more urgent, right? Yeah, definitely. Because there's an actual thing out there that might um be the cause, like for your aunt. So condolences. Thank you. Um, um what about you, man? What about how's your vibes uh, right now? My vibe's pretty good, actually. I mean, to be honest, the quarantine thing kind of fits my my usual vibe. <laughs> like staying at home and not having to do go out and have to like what you call like obligations like social obligations or anything like that for whatever reason like becomes sometimes tiring so i was like well i'll just be home so i don't think i had the same experience of like being impatient or having an anxiety at home i've just been doing the same things creating routines i mean everyone who's giving advice um mentions the importance of routines Uh so that's been helping i don't think a lot aside from having to be home all the time, including the weekends has changed because I was like thinking maybe when I was a kid, like summer vacation, I would be at home for basically the whole week. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Killing yeah, time. So actually. There's, it, it kind of harkens <laughs> back to that. Like you just lie down for an hour, get up, play video games, lie back down, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But uh, a month, I'm like, Part of me is like, ah, it's all right now. I mean, like it's lost whatever luster or like um, novelty this experience has had because everyone's like, whoa, what's it going to be like to be at home? I was like, ah, this is it. Yeah. There's I think, nothing. I don't think he's going to pop out. I think people are more um, more in like uh, like astonishment or wonder, more in wonder about like, uh, what's it going to be after? What's, what's, what, is, yeah. what is everything going to be like I think after? We, we will like be able to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone, everything here is good with um, like family and things. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, but my family is in like involved in healthcare. Both yeah. my parents are doctors. Yes. My dad practices, and then my mom uh, manages a hospital that my family is part, like owners of down in San Pedro Laguna. So that part has been the more, like, the thing that comes to like a sense of urgency because there is a like a first-hand connection to this yeah. disease yeah um th- three of my family members did end up having COVID-19 mm-hmm. at, at least to, to like the best of our knowledge like they had all the symptoms they got tested a bit late so th- the test could just be like inconclusive at that yeah, point like yeah. they were ne- one was negative one was positive hard to say yeah 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 um but uh, they're all okay now. They, That's good to hear. I think not, none of them went through like uh, what you would call like like a very severe 
case. Mm-hmm. No complications. Just, just, yeah, just having some experience in healthcare, we were able to monitor it from like the home stages to when they had to go to the hospital. Galing. And then when they had to, um, like what was the treatment at the time, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting to see like how how that would work. Also at the hospital, not family members, but the patients that end up there. I think there were one that ended up being positive, and there were like other PUIs that came through to the hospital. So there's that that um, hearing about it from that perspective also, not just big numbers that are shared on the news. Yeah. So that's the overall vibe. V- cautious because I hear about it still every every day, but that's so far. I think we come out of this. On the okay side. Agreed. Um, but before we get into any more details of uh, current events, maybe we should go back to something that isn't so new or something that might be new, but uh, a segment that we've all known well to be part of our daily lives, if not our you know, uh, <laughs> bi-weekly. Probably more than, more than ever. <laughs> yeah, more than ever. Mark, what we're consuming must consume your soul to become a real boy. Should probably still add something like in this part. <laughs> okay, right. okay. So, uh, how about what, you start uh, this let's off flip this it time. around. Yeah, 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 flip it around. Uh, in fairness to what we're consuming, I don't think I have the like an extremely large amount of things to share, mm-hmm. especially for the amount of free time I had. I'll start off with some new things that are pretty relevant. I have been consuming more things that would help my overall immune system. <laughs> so one is um, fresh fruit and vegetable juice every day. Um, my parents were doing it for like years now. And I've never been gotten into it for whatever reason. Like maybe I didn't like how it tasted or <laughs> whatever. I can imagine so. Yeah. Because like, you know, they put, you know, not just like the, the, the nice tasting fruits they put in like you know beets very weird like can be weird yeah. if you're not used to it yeah but what actually started it was before the start of this quarantine just about the same time I was having sinusitis so like one of my sinuses were extremely like blocked giving me like congestion headaches which is also that. a viral infection and, a bu- and ends up being a bacterial infection that's why so that was part of the catalyst why I started drinking the fruit juice because my mm-hmm. parents, as far as you know, my dad sees like technically sick or people who might be sick on a regular basis, but he doesn't get very sick. So I was like, they were like, maybe that's part of it. I was like, okay. Second is now I drink Baraka every day, not just after <laughs> nights out. <laughs> part every of it, day? Is, yeah, that part good, of, is that good for you though? One, one a day is okay because it will give you the vitamins and um, the other vi- uh, nutrients, I guess. Special ego need. powers. Well, my, my, <laughs> it's one tablet of Baraka mixed in with a raw eagle egg, and then you just drink that straight. <laughs> yeah, that that they say nah, that's the no, ticket. No. What yeah, what else uh, though, other no, than health products? Well, yeah. Well, the Baraka thing, just to, for people who are wondering why every day, my dad said you know it was good. It's related to COVID to keep your immune system up. Those mm-hmm. vitamins and. He said zinc has some antiviral. Yeah, yeah. Like, my brother's like, doctor friends are saying help. the same. So for anyone who's like thinking of what they can do to just make sure they keep on top of their immune system, something with zinc, like uh, like vitamins with zinc. Baraka is the thing that has it all, most of the things you need. But I think there are other products. I wouldn't really know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, I did get to read or finish reading one book during the quarantine, which was called The Push. It's uh, another climbing book by um, a climber named Tommy Caldwell. He's the focus of the Don Wall documentary on mm-hmm. Netflix. So it was just like um, he's known for climbing this extremely hard, if not the hardest, big wall route in the world, which is in Yosemite, California, El Capitan, called the Don Wall route. So it's just a story of how before and after, like his journey as a climber culminating with the Don Wall. You can watch the documentary if you don't want to read the book. But mm-hmm. after I watched it, just to know more because it has more like personal anecdotes mm-hmm. from his mind and um, what else watching Netflix the main ones um, Tiger King which was like a yeah. viral sensation <laughs> I saw that too. for the whole world it was cra- it's crazy it is crazy <laughs> like it's just like um, people rooted for Joe Exotic but I was like man he's kind of weird too like he's he, crazy <laughs> too man yeah, fucking yeah. crazy I was like he's just look least crazy or at least the out like upfront crazy one so you like you accept him for who he is because people were getting mad at like Carol Baskin because I think yeah, yeah she is she, kind of she's suspect she plays bro. it too much she's yeah she, she acts like she's all like you know helpful but I was like hmm interesting <laughs> character also yeah it's actually a show filled with interesting characters that's yeah, what kind I mean, of makes it hard to stop watching so it's like I'm not sure I couldn't tell whether it's like they were just they happen to be interesting and also in an interesting business or is it more of like there's a correlation people who like exotic animals are also <laughs> going to tend to be kind of crazy because who's going to deal with hundreds of tigers every day every and day, like play with yeah. them you kind of have to be out there to begin with I was like, wow true um yeah I, I finished that pretty quick i wouldn't say like it's like one of the more like um it's a documentary about something important because yeah. I was like, it kind of sidetracked the wild animals it and lost cages. It, thing. it was more just about, yeah. It lost it. Because, like, the true crime ones are usually about, you know, justice, how the system can cheat people. This one's more like there's a bunch of crazy people around in America doing some wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> the last uh, I want to mention, The Last Dance. I'm sure you, you also have it on your list. Watch the first two episodes this week. Very interesting to see. So well made. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan and the 97 Bulls story. Because I think we know Michael Jordan um, a lot or in, in a sense, but not we didn't watch those games live. We weren't, you know, we were around, what, two years old in 1997. So, I mean, it's not a first-hand experience of what his heyday was like. Yeah. Uh, like um... Second episode I liked. The Scottie Pippen thing was like I yeah. never knew that stuff. I I kind of I kind of see it as like a it's like it's giving me memories of MJ that I never actually had, but they, they feel yeah. like they're my own memories, you know. When the way because it, it, would it. Just, it kind of confirms things that I thought about him, but yes. just gives me more details, right? Yes, it's like yes. oh I I kind of remember someone saying I was like now I know now I know what they were ref- referring to and just seeing him like go through the day like walk into practice it just looks like yeah this is what that would look like he looks so (laughs) cool doing everything (laughs) yeah i mean like um because if you see him now it's so much different than when he was like at the peak of his athletic prime and like him being the biggest star in the world i was like oh Mm -hmm. yeah Kind of, I don't the, know if it's the same as like Silla LeBron. I can't. Our generation, um, like and younger, grew up watching LeBron as the best in the league. Maybe Kobe, yeah, feel, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. 
And I feel then, like it was just different because being big back then wasn't normal. Right now, because like you can be viral, famous, millions of followers on yeah, social yeah. media. But this was like people had to tune into TV at certain times to catch yeah, you. Yeah, to, yeah. to see you in person, they had to go to a place. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not just a video of you or a, or a tweet exactly. or like a post, exactly. right? So made like, him so monumental. Yeah, for him to be famous in that era was like people went out to, to see him or to watch him on TV. Yeah. Very, very, very interesting. Yeah, it's true. That's well put. Um, and anything else that's been on your... Oh, last two. Video game-wise, we got Animal Crossing at the start yeah. of the quarantine. <laughs> in fairness, um, it ended up dying down a little bit for me. It's a little bit of a chore. I was like, I don't want to be hitting rocks. It's literally chores. Yeah. Literally. And I was like, I realized it's like it's because you want money to collect things to make your island nice. I was like, uh, it's like if I don't want it to be nice, then I don't need to do this. Yeah, that's, that's true. So I haven't played it in a while. But a lot of people are still playing it because there's like those updates and events. Very interesting game though. Like at the start, I was like enthralled by the whole like collecting and building out your island but i was like damn it's getting pricier and pricier so i was like nah i'm in debt for like five hundred thousand bells right now yeah other two i bought f1 2019 on my computer and also caught modern warfare just to get back into some more like hardcore gaming stuff f1's fun but you gotta keep focused (laughs) <laughs> they have a flashback thing which helps if you mess up but I try to see how much you know I have to use it try to use it as little as you can little as I can yeah you get better also COD I started like you know getting what three kills uh-huh. dying like 15 times now I have games where I have more kills than death so I was like hey hey, hey. <laughs> improvement <laughs> yeah 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 it's fun it's fast paced so the rounds are like 10 minutes if you just want to do a quick one or two rounds. Fun yeah, I stuff. wish I could. Wish I could. <laughs> I'm currently struggling and, with my own COD servers. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's PC or PS4, but you get to cross-play this one, which is pretty yeah. interesting. It's pretty awesome. Um, I think aside from it, that's that's about it for me. All right. Um so on my list, uh I well, aside from I am trying to get COD to work, but it's actually not working. Something I watched before the quarantine. Do the Snoop Dogg rant. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, EA Sports, your servers are down. <laughs> Somebody fix this shit. Bill Gates, Microsoft. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I watched Onward before the quarantine happened. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you know what, man? Pixar still showing that it's at the top of the... Uh, uh had a like, mixed reviews though mixed reviews but um my personal take away from it was positive you know i think i think mixed reviews for picture means like it just wasn't unique you know what i mean but not bad because i, think I don't though. think they can make a bad movie yeah no well they made cars too so and three so <laughs> let's let's but I let's not watch those if I, not I did watch cars them. 2 i liked cars, cars 3, 3 I liked. better than 2 better than 2 2 was like a what are you doing? Who thought of this? This was an athlete's story before we turned this into Mater as a spy. But um, the thing about Onward that I liked was it went in theme with um, what do you call that? With Pixar's kind of like 
new push and Disney for that matter for healing. I really enjoyed that fact. Um, yeah, it's just a really wholesome story about these kids who uh, lose their lose their dad and uh, learn how to heal from that and also get a chance to maybe reconnect with him in a way. Uh, other than mm-hmm. that, I'm also playing video games, a lot of video games, <laughs> um, but mainly Animal Crossing, like you mentioned. I am still, still checking every day. Still, yeah, not every day anymore. Um, I'm I'm playing it the way that I used to play it, which was if I just want to go on an island and do weird stuff, I'm just gonna go do that. <laughs> but I don't feel obliged to go. My my girlfriend though, Bianca. I don't know why I said my girlfriend to you, but to the listeners. Um, <laughs> She, yeah, she is absolutely obsessed with this game. Like she joins these um Facebook forums where you can meet other people who um people are, are selling the in-game currency, yes, right? Selling their things for other currencies, but just like like f- things you can't trade with because like, there's like a stock market in Animal Crossing, which is the turnip market. You buy a turnip on Sunday and you have the whole week to try and sell it. Uh, and online, like Bianca just looks for people with the best prices, meets up with them, goes to their island, sells yeah, them. Yeah, things, you know? right. Yeah, the, the prices per island are different, right? Yep, yep. So uh, that that's pretty cool that that social aspect is still alive in like uh, in Animal Crossing. That's true. That's true. Um, other than that, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I have to say, I didn't think I was going to play this Assassin's Creed after Assassin's Creed Four. I was kind of like, I'm kind of done with this gameplay. Loop Assassin's Creed 4? What? So, Pirates. how did it go Pirates. from Assassin's Creed 1, 2, One. and then they went with the... 3 was like uh, you were a Native American, and then mm-hmm. 4 during like the Civil War, and then 4 was pirates in the Caribbean. <laughs> and then there was joking. like a there's like a team one, like a, a multiplayer geared one, right? Um, like Brotherhood. There was like a bunch of non-numbered ones. So there was uh, Syndicate, which was in London. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. And then there was, I think there was Assassin's Creed, like Brotherhood was like after. So what's the overall in, number of this game? Do you know? I don't, it might be like the eighth. If you include like PS, <laughs> if you include like mobile and, and PSP or PS Vita. Right. Yeah. But anyway, this, this game is so much fun. Like, it's not like your old school Assassin's Creed, like, you just do the same thing, going into bases and killing people. It's kind of, It kind of feels like Witcher, in a way. It feels like it learned a lot from Witcher. A lot of random encounters. and uh, Open world. Open world. And it's cool because you can climb basically any surface now. Like, before, it would have to have, like, a path that you had to follow. But now you can climb any rock, any mountain. And after going climbing, like, bouldering, and wa- seeing her do that shit, I'm like, she must be so goddamn strong. To, well, probably to... not possible. <laughs> not possible, dude. She she like hurts her leg every time I jump too from too far of a place, and then like she limps, and then she stops limping after four seconds. Like, well, I wish I was that strong, dude. <laughs> Shake it off. Yeah, but it's cool because I'm playing. You can choose either to play as a, a a male or a female character. I'm playing as a female, and she's badass. <laughs> mm-hmm. The male is like good. He, he looks too strong. Yeah, it's good oh, to hear. Yeah, too. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice that uh, Assassin's Creed is like revived. Yeah, and also that this is a small touch, but when you get to pick female male character for the uh, the main character, then you know, it just makes it more inclusive. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, like actually Pokemon be- before you couldn't yeah, be a, a girl, right? Like, she's actually the better 
the better character too. Like in terms of voice acting, she's just more consistent. But they're they're the same like skill wise. Like they mm, yeah, you choose your base, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they're twins. They're, they're siblings. They're siblings. Um. So there's that, and then in terms of watching, I'm also watching The Last Dance. Uh, comes out every Monday on Netflix. If you're interested in learning more about Michael Jordan. And just something I started last night with Bianca was Midnight Gospel. It's a mm-hmm. cartoon by the makers of Adventure Time and Duncan Trussell, the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the, yeah, the ad in that. Yeah, dude. It's, also. it's so good, though. It's so good. He's a, I thought about watching it. You know. you, you'll enjoy it. He's an interstellar space caster, which means podcaster. The, and then uh-huh. he just goes to different possible worlds and interviews different people about like the f- random stuff, enlightenment, uh, uh, human choice, uh, drugs. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so well thought out and so detailed. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I highly recommend it. Anybody who's into talking, like, uh, like having deep conversations with people, if you watch this series, you're going to get like some top-of-the-line writing with some pretty darn good animation. That's you can cool. you can feel some of the the some of the adventure time in it like some of the randomness and you just accept it you're like oh I've seen this before like yeah. but it doesn't feel like it's ripping it off it just feels like oh that makes me feel the same thing uh-huh. <laughs> yeah pretty cool other than that uh, nothing else I'll share I have, I'm watching other stuff but I'd likely just share those when I'm done with them yeah yeah All so. Right. Um, I was thinking uh, really quickly we can talk about the state of sports, if not any sports happening right now in the sports center. All right. Let's kick it in. Let's. uh, Sorry. It's only game. Okay. Why do you have to be mad? (laughs) Yon is trailing the lob. All right, <laughs> all right. Welcome to the sports mentor. Um, um, talking about sports that aren't no happening. Sports happen- yeah, no <laughs> sports happening right now, except for a few. There were like a few moments. Um, notable the NBA horse challenge competition. Yeah. It was fun. It was funny to watch because you could see the differences between internet connections and um, <laughs> the the level of like the court they were able yeah. to use. Yeah, because yeah. um. Basically, if you didn't get to see it, you what you see is like um, there were people who had terrible internet connections that when they were doing their shots, it would like lag and uh, they would freeze a bit. And then they would some people would be shooting on their courts outside, you know, like a garage type. You buy the Toby Sports or whatever, yeah, that type of ring. And then there was like the top level, which was Mike Conley, who had an indoor like wood court gym. <laughs> <laughs> So they were like saying he won, he won, which I was like, understandable actually. <laughs> he must he have been practicing for days. <laughs> yeah. And there were, you know, people who had outdoor full courts, things like that. So there's That's different levels. Cool. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. funny. Because uh, you know, I don't think it, like the competition itself is nowhere like it's just for fun because there's no way to make sure it's fair. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun to see the NBA trying to create content. Yeah. Um, another one that's been creating a lot of content is F1. They do esports um, oh. Grand Prix, virtual Grand Prix, but they include um, some of the F1 drivers. So um, Charles Leclerc, 
um, the Ferrari driver we've mentioned, wow. Lando Norris, Alex Alban from Red Bull. So real F1 drivers, usually the younger ones. And then yeah. they include other like um, esports, F1 esports competitors, and as well as just random celebrities like Thibaut Courtois was part of the <laughs> one of the virtual Grand Prix. Dude, it's fun, dude. I mean, they do. Awesome. They're following the schedule. They're following the schedule. Do they so win? Can, I do think. The, do the pros win? Charles Leclerc keeps winning. He won the <laughs> first two that he joined because he joined. He didn't join the first one. That's There's been three so far. Winner. That's an upset. But 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 the thing is, I think they can use assists. So because mm-hmm. the e the, the esports people probably know more about the game mechanics. But yeah. if you're talking about just pure driving, following the line skill, then sure, I guess yeah. the F1 drivers have that up on them. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be able to know how to set the car up, I think, the same way an esports version would. True. And like, there are sports happening online. I'm sure they're willing to try the riskier maneuvers too, because like, there's no risk if they, if they, oh, it's fun. It's fun. Um, the reason why they started these F1 drivers, they started getting on like Twitch and stuff and streaming. So, like, um, Charles Leclerc and um, George Russell, who's on Williams' team, they were. After, sometimes they play F1 sometimes they um, play Fortnite and then recently they were playing Euro Truck Simulator <laughs> <laughs> and they would like you know race around in the trucks and they'd tip over because it's like a realistic truck simulation game <laughs> following the rules and stuff it's hilarious you can watch them on Twitch if, you, if you're if one of those people who like watching is Twitch um, free? I actually stream. don't know if Twitch is free it's free yeah free to watch oh. yeah it's just like a YouTube type thing but streaming base you can watch past streams you don't always have to watch live okay i've looked up a bit more on it because of them streaming their f1 racer yeah that's i think other racing leagues have followed like nascar has um virtual season going on something like that it's an it's an easy sport to kind of recreate you just have to get the simulator you know they have the wheel go in a circle uh, Go in a circle. <laughs> yeah, the NASCAR one. I was like, I don't really care because I never really like NASCAR. But <laughs> man, cool, cool. I, I I just wanted to talk about sports because it's so weird. Like this is the first time that we've really ever experienced in our lifetimes. I don't know if this has happened in the past, but like all sports have just stopped. You know? Yeah. Like, Although completely. sports news doesn't stop. That's it what we doesn't. Figured out. It doesn't. That yeah. is good. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not good, but it's fun. You know, at least there's something there. But Mostly sports being like not being a thing, it's it's noticeable in my daily life. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And um, um I wanted to say also but- that's why I thought that the the last dance was such like a perfect gift for this time of like well they made it happen, Deba. Yeah. Like it wasn't supposed to be released around this time. I think it was like June or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I don't know if exactly if it was um, Richard Jefferson and LeBron, they were on their podcast or Le- they were on Channing Fry and Richard Jefferson's podcast, Road Trip yeah. or Road Tripping. Yeah. And then they called out ESPN to release it. I don't know if that was the what happened, made it happen. <laughs> but good for us. I mean, it came, yeah, it came now where everyone can watch it. Yeah, definitely a blessing. Um, yeah, and it just feels like I keep saying yeah, and it's getting to my head. But anyway, it keeps it keeps um, it keeps me thinking. Like when I watch the episodes, uh, I I have fun seeing those games. Like I'm actually watching them without actually having to go through. I didn't know enough about those games. Game. So, Same. so so there's an interesting like oh, this is how it happens. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Like highlights, highlights of games that I missed. Uh huh. 
Plus, there's the drama uh, aspect of what they built into yeah. it, which makes it so good. And I, I, I don't know. It just feels like sports are going to, to take a while before they come back. The NBA is discussing having games with no fans. But honestly, is it worth it? Because they're going to need their entire organizations with them. Well, they... well it's not, an, it's not oh. like a binary choice. It's not like worth it or not worth it. it there's like certain points. It's like, if we're going to miss another season or half a season because of this taking so long for us to to mm-hmm. have what we want, then it might become more worth it to just start. You know what I mean? Right now, it's yeah. only been a month. So it's like, it's hard to say. I mean, missing a month of anything, you can live with it. But, you know, at some point, this, like the, the factors, like they weigh differently. That's, I guess. But I don't know. I think that it, at this stage of the virus, I don't think that they... Like it would be completely responsible. I don't know if that's the right way to think of it, but I mean, yeah, it would be I, completely responsible to put it back like as soon as like June. But the NBA doesn't seem like they're being like risky. No matter. they're no, just having a conversation, and, right? And I'm just sure, to see what it yeah. what it feels like. That's true. That's yeah, true. I wonder if they're having that meeting over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. I Probably think for sure they do. Because um, if they're talking to all the owners, they're not going to be traveling to New York to meet James Dolan. <laughs> uh, so who's recovered? He's recovered. He has recovered. I saw that. Uh, so before we get into any more COVID-related talking points, I just oh wait, want... last sports. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. The NFL is not stopping. They are in the midst of their preseason. They're supposed to go with the draft. So it's a virtual draft. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going with their, you know, trading, free free agent um, yeah. processes as normal. Tom Brady, who might people might consider the best of all time, yeah, has yeah. switched teams. He signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he's being joined by one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight ends of all time, Rob Gronkowski, who retired for a bit and is retired. now coming back. Yeah, I thought yeah. He he's coming back just to play with uh, Tom Brady. Cool, very interesting. I don't know, uh, like the other NFL stuff is like tangential to me, but that's a big, big that's news, not, I guess. Yeah, him leaving the Patriots is pretty big news. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, so before we get on to our like, I'd say quick talk about what this this break has been like and will mean, um. I just wanted to shout out Eric Gonzalez for uh, reaching out to us and sending a message, actually. He said, Sup, homies. Longtime silent fan here. Both the music and the pod. Just wanted to say belated happy <laughs> birthday. This is very lately read. And I'm looking forward to your set of 2020 Ooh. later. To you, I think. I guess, right? Yeah, to you. Yeah. Unless it's super late. <laughs> no, 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 no. To you, dude. <laughs> You're set at 2020 later. Uh, wishing all the best for you guys this year and looking forward to more of season two. Peace. What a nice guy. Yeah, sorry you had to wait so long. <laughs> yeah, sorry that uh, you had to wait long for us due to, you know, different complications. Oh meaning we're our lazy asses. Not other people. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you uh, reaching out and saying nice things. Thanks, man. And uh, keep it real. Stay healthy and safe. Also, uh, well, I, I've just been talking to Michael recently. Not really like anything. He didn't really send us like an individual message, but he's been kind, sending me like good vibes and sending us good vibes through the Instagram. So I wanted to shout out Michael A for always being an engaged and uh, awesome fan, honestly. Like really. And also wanted to say... 
If you wanted to do that, you can hit us up on IG. Uh, IG. Yeah, IG. I was going to say IGN. <laughs> on IG <laughs> and on Facebook, you know, just hit us up. Throw us a message if you want to, like, ask a question send, about us or something. You know, Send it to our PO box. But uh, <laughs> make sure it's clean. Make sure it's clean. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we only like the good stamps. Um, also, uh, not also. And lastly, let us get to... I guess a quick conversation because we have dinner time as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad came yeah. in. I was like telling him, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I think they saw that on camera. <laughs> But okay, really quickly, just some COVID questions. Nothing too heavy. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to, I don't want to encumber these people with any more thoughts than they have. But well, yeah. I mean. I don't think we have to talk about the science of everything by now, about what the disease is and what we have to yeah. do. Because I think we currently know some, like a good amount about the disease and we're doing what we have to do. Mm -hmm. It's more of like the after is what's starting to become interesting as a question. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because as we've been here for a month, it's not anymore of like how long will this last? It's more of how do we transition back? Yeah, or how do we move forward? All over, right? Because I don't know when this is going to end yet. Um, for the Philippines, it might be another extension. It, it seems like a real possibility to me. Yeah, I I, I think so too. Um, so that being said, I'm wondering if... Uh, hold on, my dad is calling me. I just have to reject his call really quick. Uh, I just, <laughs> At least I, he called you by phone. <laughs> I um, through the door. <laughs> Really quick before I reply to my dad's message, I just wanted to ask, what's something that you miss most being in quarantine and not uh, getting to go out? I can already guess what the answer to this is. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, climbing, man. Climbing was like, you know, it was my hot or one of my new hobbies before um, quarantine started. And then I'm still the interest is there. I still have. Look at my climbing stuff all in my in my house, unused for a long time now, <laughs> and um, I was like, it's one of those things where I'm more concerned because it's it's such a a risk factor in terms of touching stuff, of being course. in a enclosed space with people, unless you're talking about like outdoors, maybe outdoors climbing. So that's one of the things that I've been thinking about, like how do you go back to that, and um, as, at least in a way that feels like responsible, you know. Yeah, I guess there will always be a risk, but it's more of like we've all talked about what the risk is, and we're not doing something that society disapproves of or thinks is un unnecessary. But I understand it's not necessarily like an essential thing, so it might take a while. And even if that is annoying, eh, it's yeah, just you know, cause, just because it's not essential doesn't mean we don't get to miss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just like people. Um, what's interesting, like in the states, right? They are this question like of what will happen or how to go back is more I think like pressing in the states if you watch like international news mm -hmm. for some reason they are I mean like they're the country with the most cases yeah. and the yes. most deaths yes, that's true but there's also like this new growing side of people who want to be you know go back to normal they're calling it like so quickly protesting right? and then um Trump was tweeting to, to liberate um Michigan like a state something like that that to basically lift their stay-at-home orders. So I was like, whoa. It's more of like, I disagree for sure, but it's more of like, wow, it's an interesting question to pose that what is the what is the value, more valuable thing? Because people are arguing economy, mm -hmm. having freedom, 
freedom is a big thing there. You know, freedom yeah. to be to express yourself, to move yourself. So, so they're saying like it's not worth it to be locked up. I was like, it's an interesting thing to say why or understand why for them it's not worth it. Because some people were arguing they want to be let let out because of haircuts. I was like, what? That's not, I mean, it's not essential. <laughs> I, I would like a haircut. We're wearing hats because our hair is kind of like, nah, nah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not fighting for it. I'm not going out on the streets. And at the same time, they're endangering themselves and others by protesting. Exactly. Some people don't believe, which uh, I, I don't know what to do about that because that's <laughs> more of just like, it has no real like philosophical value or <laughs> value to argue about because they're just like, oh, they just don't believe in science or whatever, right? <laughs> the world's flat. Um, but I, I, I don't, I agree with you there when it comes to, or not agree with you, but I empathize with you with missing the the things that even though they're not like super necessary, but like just we love to do. Yeah, there are things I enjoyed for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, okay. For me personally, like, okay, obviously I miss seeing my girlfriend, but uh, include, this is something I do with my girlfriend and it's going to the movies, man. I, I really miss going to the mm-hmm. movies. I didn't realize how often or how often I did that until we weren't allowed to go out. And I kept uh-huh. thinking to myself like, or I only realized recently I haven't eaten popcorn in a while. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> It's because I haven't been to the movies. So, yeah, just, just small things like that. I, I don't think we should... Yeah, but again, for that me. thing is also... Movies, as a specific Tagal example, is like, damn, risky again. Tagal yeah, risky. The things that are... The problems with hobbies are they're usually, like, non-essential. You know what I mean? Hobbies are things people do for fun. Yeah. Which, fun, as much of, like, you know, you need it as a person is not... Like, people aren't going to die for your chance to have fun. You know, if you want to go to the gym, people are not going to be like, yeah, I'm willing to go to the gym to die. It's, it's <laughs> something we have to kind of frame our mind around. Same thing with the haircut for the US people. I was like, I get it. I like getting a haircut. It's part of my routine. It's something I think is has a value. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're weighing it against the risk, it's just not for me. It's not like it's not worth it. I agree. It, it's, it's But I feel like in America. In America is a specific yeah. example because they're so used to being, you know, self. It's a self-centered society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Minds like so, the, the whole idea of the American dream and whatever. Yeah, yeah, and being free, freedom. Like freedom means a personal freedom. Sure. It's not like yeah. freedom as a whole society. Yeah, because they they talk about like you know being locked up is like communism. I was like, whoa, that's a big jump. I was like, <laughs> there could be worse. You, you gotta stay home for a month. Because they're trying to keep you alive, it's not because they're trying to change your, you yeah. know, like restrict your movement because of political but, power or anything. But, there, but, yeah. but you know, like in some cases, I'd say here in the Philippines, where the the line between it becoming an, an like exercise yeah. of power and of course, I'm not saying that people should be out on the streets, but I'm just saying that there is abuse of power when it comes to structures like this, especially like in times of crisis, because the, then suddenly. Armed forces are given a lot of power just yeah. given what they do. I think, well, I that's why on their side they're arguing for something. They, they, but it's not necessarily. Like, maybe I don't agree with them going all the way to communism, but I get not letting the government dictate things or abuse their power. But for here, because yeah, at different levels or different places, there's more risk or less risk of that happening. For mm-hmm. them, it seems kind of overblown. Here, it might. 
I think we might people just have be real concerns. Yeah, people we, have real concerns about it. Tested, you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, um, well, a, a clear was like VIP testing is an issue. It's like, well, yeah. wow. Like so, those resources could be going to like people who really, really need it. Yeah, the military thing, because at it at the surface, I mean, the what he's saying or what they're arguing about controlling people is technically okay, like correct, right? You want people to not be at risk, but it's more of is that the right way tool to use, right? Yeah. Right. Then, but also, maybe... I, I understand it. I understand it as a because it, that's what keeps order. But you know, just the, the just applying a different perspective to the to what that looks like. Um, I wanted to. The Philippines is pretty complicated. I think more than the U.S. Because the U.S. is like they're arguing for something, but they if they listened or they bought into staying at home and doing the flattening the curve thing, they could yeah. get it done. Yeah. So they're basically arguing things that are not related. Here it's like it's part of the the solving process of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like using the military, they're saying that's what we need. So it's like it's not like they're trying to do things that are unproductive it's just more of like we have to decide now whether this is how we go about it or not which it's way harder for me to to criticize or to to speak on yeah i think um just to sorry i i I hate to try and i hate to like actually cut this short but you know i gotta get to dinner (laughs) um but in in terms of where i stand on all of this i think my only my main sentiment is uh, that I think things are probably not going to change or not going to be the same again. Like, I just think, it, I think, I think so. I think we just have to accept that too. You know, I don't think that we're going to be stuck in our homes like for the rest of our lives, but I do. But are you just talking in practical sense of how we do things? Or are you talking about like a mental every life? Every, oh, both, both, for sure. Both, for sure. Both for how, for how we approach like everyday activities from now on, everyone has to suddenly be more uh, conscious and like aware of what we're doing. Hopefully, yeah. That, I'm just saying, like that's that's what will have to happen if we want to survive as like a species. But yeah. uh, other than that, also just you know the way that we we think about life, you know, with all of this death that's happening around us and and all of the the, the like how uncertain everything is and like just going outside or getting mm-hmm. groceries could potentially put some yourself or one of your family members at harm. I think that that kind of thinking so regularly is going to change the way that we look at everyday life when we go back to whatever sure. version of it we go back to. Although I feel like in the Philippines, that's not an overall like response just because for some people that that ability to, change or have their lifestyle change might be limited let's say like if you're a regular commuter mm-hmm. even if you want to be cautious if you have to line up for the MRT at 4am and like hundreds of people yeah. then what, no, what's under- your choice there? I understand that I understand that but the thing is that choice is in their mind you know what I mean like whether they whether they like it or not like they have to know like if they I don't blame anyone for choosing to do that because out of necessity that's what they have to do you know it's really more of whether whether they choose to go on the bus or not the idea is that they know if i go on this bus there is x amount of there's x percentage that i can get a sickness that could you know make myself or my 
like like relative six. So like I think I think I think people will change their minds. I just hope that our government kind of supports it by giving them the ability to exercise that that new, you know. If I want to be cautious, then let me be cautious by providing me with better transport alternatives. When um when you're talking about quarantining at home for people who live in like slums, that mm-hmm. means con- like a dense population also that's not really helpful. So there's those are the things where they want to do what's best and um, be cautious, but sometimes you just can't because of the situation you're in. Some of us are lucky, like us, staying at home is not a problem at all, really. Aside from just being bored, it's not nothing, nothing serious. Yeah. But for some people, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Or for the healthcare, right? Um, sometimes if you're a PUI, they tell you to stay at home, right, for 14 days. Mm-hmm. But for for someone that could mean completely different from us being home in our room, yep. someone might have to live in that one room with all the members of their family. What does that mean to? Exactly. self quarantine at home. I was like, well, the government there should have stepped in and given them a place to stay. So, which some are. Uh, there yeah. are LGUs who are renting out hotels to yeah. put healthcare workers and PUIs and in to lessen that risk. So and private. That's what we need to see more of. I think at the other side of this. Agreed. I think it's not just on government too. You know, at this point, uh, there it's the responsibility of like every Filipino with means to try and contribute to something. Yeah. Uh, sure. That that helps in any way parang the people who are less equipped for times like these so like the private sector is gonna have to kick in because businesses have to kind of change for how sure. they do things also right for sure imagine you work in a call center and i think they're still working because they might be essential for some operations right mm-hmm. then that's a risk factor working in a regular office can be a risk factor yes. because of the like, circulating air gone air and whatever yeah being with other people in elevators so it's a lot of things that have to change. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, weird. I, I actually wanted to say I should have said earlier in the show, but um, really do want to give a like mad shout out to anyone who's on the front lines, both medically and just in you know everyday work that has to be done to make sure that the world keeps turning. Uh, you guys, there's there's really yeah. not much to say. So the, just that we appreciate everything that you do. And uh, we hope that you can stay as safe and healthy as you can, and Agreed. your and your loved ones as well, and that they have like easy minds, not worrying so much about you guys. Um, I think that's a good note to start wrapping this up. Yeah, I think uh, just to end, I wanted to wait. Let me kick in our fade out intro. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, I was like, I usually put this in post, but for this setup, <laughs> okay, quickly wrap up. Yeah, yeah uh, so quickly wrapping up, just wanted to say that we're going to be adding links in the show notes for uh, causes that you can you know, contribute to. So that's Andrew's Fund PH, and there's also the Fund the Forest ebook coming out. If you want to know more, you can message us as a, as a page or me personally, Claudio Lopa, on whatever social media you might know me by. And uh, I can link you to other. I can link you to other. <laughs> anyway, this was No One's Homies episode 24. We can't wait to see you again. Hope you the guest. Peace! Peace! <laughs> <There>. <laughs> All right. <laughs>